Welcome to Tony Burns View with news you can use as a chartered financial planner and wealth manager. Tony's passion is to help you retire early and live the life of your dreams with no financial worries. Now to today's episode. Bank account risk. Bank account risk is a topical subject today in the light of the failure of SVB Bank and other banks recently. When it comes to managing your money, one of the most common options people consider is investing in a bank account. While it may seem like a safe and reliable option, there are risks associated with this type of investment that you need to be aware of. In this podcast, I will explore the risks of investing in a bank account and provide some tips on how to mitigate them. The risks of investing in a bank account. Inflation risk. 1. Inflation is taxation without legislation, is the quote by Milton Friedman, the famous economist. One of the biggest risks associated with investing in a bank account is inflation. Over time, the value of your money can erode due to inflation, which can have a significant impact on your purchasing power. For example, if inflation is at 10% per year, and your bank account is earning a 3% interest rate, you're effectively losing 7% of your money's value each year. Interest rate risk. Number two, the only thing that is certain about interest rates is that they will change, said Alan Greenspan. Interest rates are not fixed and can fluctuate based on a variety of factors such as market conditions, inflation and the actions of the Bank of England. If interest rates drop, the amount of interest you earn on your bank account will also decrease, which can result in a lower return on your investment. Liquidity risk. Point three. The four most dangerous words in investing are this time it's different, said John Templeton. Investing in a bank account is generally considered to be a safe and liquid investment, but there are still some risks associated with liquidity. If you need to access your money quickly, you may find that you are unable to withdraw it from your bank account without facing penalties or fees. Additionally, if the bank experiences financial trouble, your funds may be frozen or inaccessible for a period of time. Credit risk. Point four. The price of a commodity will never go to zero. When you invest in commodities futures, you're not buying a piece of paper that says you own an intangible piece of company that can go bankrupt. So said Jim Rogers. Investing in a bank account also carries a certain level of credit risk. This means that there is a chance that the bank may fail or become insolvent, which could result in a loss of your investment. While the Financial Services Compensation Scheme, or FSCS for short, provides protection of up to £85,000 per account per banking group, it's important to understand that this protection only covers deposits up to £85,000. Mitigating the risks. While investing in a bank account carries some risk, there are steps you can take to mitigate them. Here are a few tips to help you protect your investment. Diversify your investments. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. is the quote by Warren Buffett. Diversification is a key strategy for mitigating risk in any investment portfolio. By spreading your money across different asset classes, you can reduce the impact of any one investment on your overall portfolio. This means that if one investment performs poorly, you have others that may help offset these losses. Monitor interest rates. Knowledge is power, said Sir Francis Bacon. 
Keep an eye on interest rates and be prepared to adjust your investment strategy accordingly. If interest rates are expected to drop, consider moving your money into a higher yield account or another investment that may offer a better return. Research the bank. Trust but verify was said by Ronald Reagan once. Before investing in a bank account, do your research and make sure that the bank is financially stable and has a good reputation. Look for ratings from independent agencies like Moody's or S&P and read reviews from other customers to get a sense of the bank's customer service and overall reliability. The truth is that the banking system is very fragile because banks keep very little in reserves. There is a blog by Terry Smith which summarises the risk of investing in banks very well, which can be found on the website smithson.co.uk under news. It's called Financial Times, Why I Never Invest in Bank Shares. Banks are run using the fractional reserve banking system. Again, the fragility of banks is explained comprehensively in this article. It's on the investorpedia.com website and it's fractionalreservebanking.asp. The plight of the US banks SVB Bank and Signal Bank, who both recently failed, highlights the bank account risk. These two failures are two of the three worst failures in the history of banking. The 166 years old Swiss bank Credit Suisse also failed, but it was taken over by its Swiss rival bank UBS. Interestingly, there have been many more banking failures historically than retail fund managers, which has lost investors far more money. In the 60 plus years history of the Investment Association, no collective investment scheme, that is OX and Unit Trusts, has failed and lost an investor money. This includes bearing fund managers. When bearings failed, the depositors lost all of their money above the then compensation limit of £20,000, whereas the investors in Bearings Fund Managers Unit Trusts and OICS didn't lose a penny. This was in the days when the FSCS did not cover bank deposits. The reason they didn't lose any money was because investors' funds were registered in the name of a large bank as custodian, which gave them full protection when Bearings collapsed. Read some of my previous blogs on the subject of investment risk to increase your knowledge on the wealthandtax.co.uk website. First of these is why there is no such thing as a risk-free investment. Second one, the true meaning of investment risk and why it matters to you. And last but not least, how increasing your understanding of investment risk will help you get better investment returns. Think your money is safe, invest in the bank account. Think again. If you have a long-term time horizon of at least 10 years, then invest most of your money in shares or in equity funds. In other words, funds that invest in shares, because there are many sources of research that show you will achieve higher returns from investing in equities than in the other main asset classes of bonds, property and cash. In other words, bank accounts. The quid pro quo is that you will have to accept a higher level of volatility with shares. Shares have historically been a terrific hedge against inflation too, which is at a particularly high level currently. Just ensure you spread your risk by diversifying your holdings, be they shares or in funds. You know it makes sense. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to share it with your friends and family. For more information, head to www.wealthandtax.co.uk. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to share it with your friends and family. For more information, head to www.wealthandtax.co.uk.